You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast, uh, season seven, episode twenty-six. Uh, I'm John, and today I'm joined by John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm not bad. It feels a wee bit. Lonely just the two is again. It's been a while since we've had somebody else join us. It does. I don't know. I mean, it's not like we sit in the room. It's the same room and they can notice that you have a smell or anything like that. Um, <laughs> bye. Unfortunately, we couldn't get a podcast out last week, but now we didn't like that since back. We are, we are back on. Um, it's been a bit of a stop start this year, obviously. We've only had one so far. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get a good run at it now. We'll just need to wait and see. Definitely. Um, so yeah, even though we were off here, we managed to come up with the charity vets. First goal scorer, I thought looked pretty good. Peter Head for a good run of form. Rory McAllister, best goal scorer in the lower leagues. But who came back to haunt us? Yes, once again, Bangkok screwed up the bit. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know who we're defending to, um, it's obviously David Goodwillie. Um, so yeah, disappointing for Peter Head. Um, however, they've still got three games in the hand over the trolls, so they're all right there. But that, yeah, that was their first loss. Oh no, they got beat by Dunbar in the cup, but it was our first loss in a good one. This is top of the table battle between them and Montrose this weekend, incidentally. Yeah, and before that, Peter Head played Berwick tomorrow night. You would expect Peter Head to win that one. Yeah, you'd have thought so. Um, in terms of the other bet, the treble, I'm not taking any blame uh, in this one, uh, but it was Hearts, Rangers, and Earth, wasn't it? Yeah, well, two of them came up. Um, Air on the Saturday, convincingly. At, um, was it Queen's Park they beat? Aye, they won at Hampton. And uh, Rangers also won the Sunday. But do we blame the amount of interest time at Ten Cattle? Because um, you can't blame the officials, which also will come in a bit later because it was the right decision. Um, but Hearts, Mother will get an 88th minute equaliser to screw that one up. So. Just one of these things. We were unlucky. We were unlucky. Um, but yeah, it obviously meant Sunday's game didn't matter. So, we'll see what we can go up with this week. Uh, later on. Um, aye, so back to the league. The league is back. Seems like a long time since we've got any action in the league. But it was a double header. With fixtures, we're not too touched too much in midweek fixtures. Um, Celtic had a difficult night last Tuesday against Partick Thistle. I, would, I watched, I watched that well bits of it. Um, Partick Thistle, I think, for the first half, a lot of the first half for a better team. If you saw any of yourself, yeah, I managed to get to, to watch all that game. Um, yeah, Partick were very good value for the lead at half time. Um, they were the better team from what I saw but then they deserve to look at themselves in front questions as to whether Lustig should have been sent off um, but he only got a yellow card and then he was hooked at half time and Griffiths was brought in tempted to turn the screw and probably deserve to win it in the end but that just shows the quality although they've not been particularly great in recent months that shows their quality of what they can bring off the bench yeah definitely um, and obviously at the weekend as well he was the, the difference between the two teams against Hibs. Yeah, um, came back to um, bet his old club, although he didn't celebrate, but uh, yeah, it was a crucial goal. What looked like a pretty scrappy game. Um, it's the two sides of obviously two crackers earlier on the season, but the weekend it was a wee bit more smash and grab for Celtic. But um, it's, the blow was Griffiths getting himself injured and is out for another four weeks. And then Craig Gordon came down quite nicely on his knee um, and he could be out for a good few months if not to the end of the season yeah and I talk about Gordon maybe we're out for three months so 
he'll be looking to obviously set another keeper. Um, the media point is he'll be back up to degrees, but I don't know. Depends, depends who comes in. Yeah, I think yeah they'll probably get a, um, a Premier League goal to put on loan um, as cover if not competition for the race, but um, and then they'll hope that Gordon's back fully fit for towards the end of the season, towards the start of next season as well. It's, the important thing for him is getting fit for the Champions League qualifiers. As let's be honest, unless they go in a really bad run of form, that's what they'll be in at the start of the season. Yeah, we can expect so. Um... The other thing as well, obviously they signed Comper in the January transfer window and he's injured for a month as well, so they're a bit short numbers because Fiatrenko went back to Denmark on loan and Lustig isn't in particularly great form at right back, so I think Boyata covered there or they played three at the back at the weekend. Yeah, but then if we went and gone out and signed another um, flair player slash winger in um, Charlie Basinda on loan for 18 months from Chelsea. Yeah, it could be a decent sign. He's been away, he's been in Spain before, I think with Rio Batiste, um, did pretty well. Yeah. He's been on the fringes of the kind of Chelsea team this year, he's been on the bench a fair bit. So, 18 month loan. Mm-hmm. Some of Patrick Roberts had before. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about him to be honest. Um, I've not watched much Spanish football when he's been playing, but... Uh, yeah, it sounds like it could be a good signing for Celtic. And, um, but I think if it, Scott Sinclair's not had a great form, he missed an absolute set at the weekend as well. Roberts is out injured. So, and Johnny Hayes is also out injured for the rest of the season. So they also wanted to bring someone in um, that might give them a bit of a spark going into the middle of the season and for the Zenit game as well. Yeah, it helps out as well. That is an 18 month long because obviously it gives them time to prepare ahead of what we'd expect to be a Champions League campaign next year on that season sorry yeah definitely um, plus the likelihood there's Robert will probably go back to City at the end of the season so um, yeah, having, having someone to come in and then be ready for the Champions League qualifiers is vital yeah um, go back to Hibs they had a match week obviously they lost against Celtic but they managed to win midweek at Dundee uh, just by a single goal and they've been struggling for goals recently it looks like Stokes is probably going to be leaving as well. He's nowhere near the team just now. Um, whatever's happened when they were in uh, the winter break, it's the final straw for Lennon. Because um, he's given Stokes many opportunities. Um, but it just sums Anthony Stokes up. Um, he has some talent, but he just decides to waste it for himself by being stupid. Um, and, no. Goodness knows where he'll end up going. Yeah. I don't know whether they'll try and get another striker in or whether they've done their business. Um, Shaw looks a prospect. Don't know don't know whether he's ready to leave the line regularly. They obviously get the boy McLaren. Um, and then they've got Simon Murray, but Simon Murray after a great start to the season. Um, struggling a bit in front of the goal just now. Yeah, I think we don't know how good this boy's going to be, but um, the boy Barker as well. Um, he's got a lot of promise, but he doesn't seem to have a lot of end product for all the pace he's got. Um, so they need more from him too. Yeah, but they definitely need a, a proper number nine in there. He's not scored for him, which is quite surprising. Because generally the thing you see him, he looks pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that lack of end product is why he's pretty more into tabs, but... Um, we'll see what happens the rest of the season but I think perhaps I'm going to be the only team in the market for a, a striker between now and the Wednesday night's deadline yeah it's going to be interesting though because obviously there's fixtures on Wednesday I've seen uh, down I was watching Sky Sports this afternoon actually and Sam Allardyce was complaining about it down south obviously there's a transfer window but there's games scheduled so in terms of trying to do business but it probably means that the business has to be done before the games kick off yeah, yeah it's, a bit, it's a bit weird I mean, it was the same last season like Scott McDonald went, was saying that he went to Ross County with his future um, still in the balance well going with mother to play Ross County and he came off the pitch still wondering if he was getting a move to Australia or obviously that didn't go through yeah. but it's just a bit weird but you know, that's modern day football for you 
Uh, that was almost the point that Allardyce made. It was like he was saying, well, the media could go out and say such and such a player suck up to the requirements like with the leave, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not going to play that night. So how does that make that player perform? Um, so I bit of an awkward one, I suppose. So I, there's not not a lot of time for folk to do business. Um, no, no. As as long as um, from our point of view, um, that no one comes back in for Scott McKinnon, that they've got the message. Yes. Um, you know, because you know we don't want him going anywhere. He obviously showed something else at the weekend. Yeah, I mean that side of his game, I never knew he had it in him for that kind of shot. Supposedly in training, does it a bit? Um, but definitely as a physical threat. He's very much prominent in the other box, um, and our box as well, obviously. He ended up getting the first goal, I believe, on Saturday. Given to him originally, he got given to Rooney. Yeah, I think the referee said that across the line. So, um, yeah, but Rooney's obviously, it's nice to have him in hands just in case it wasn't given. But, yeah, uh, yeah I think the second was a little bit better than his first one. An absolute peach of a strike, you know. Um, so much so that Jamie McDonald, when you looked at him in the highlights, he said, wow. Yes. Just taken completely by surprise. I mean, I think the fact it came from a centre-half probably made him think that even more. Definitely. It was just a terrific strike. The bend on it, he's managed to get the power. It was just almost... I know it's not right in the top corner, but it's almost unsavable. Oh, definitely. Um, I think as well, he mentioned that supposedly Chris Boyd went hit it. I don't know if he's just carrying on, but... Uh... Again, I was like, hit it, and then, yeah, we know what happened. Did you see Kenny McLean's reaction as well? When no, I missed that. What did he do? He was just like, why did he just, he couldn't believe it. He kind of put his head in his hands, and he was like, as if he was astonished. Maybe he was just jealous that he carried four goals like that. Um, exactly. It's probably like, Kenny McLean tries that at least once or twice a game, and it doesn't come off for him. And then he goes and sees a centre half do it. It was first proper type of centre first I've ever seen him do it. Um, oh, it was an incredible strike and yeah, it was a good reaction after a, a seemingly poor first half um, you know we fell behind but then whatever McInnes has said at half time's worked he moved McGinn more into centre um, and he showed why it was good to bring him back as well terrific third goal definitely yeah he looks so fresh he just it's almost like he's never been away um, even midweek they came on, he kind of made a bit of a difference as well, kind of just looked a lot more lively, and you just know he's going to put balls in the box, he's going to have shots in goal, just like a class act, great to have him back. Yeah, um, definitely, and the other piece of business that we've done, well, we've confirmed that McLean's going, but we're keeping him for the rest of the season on loan, Yes. and we've got, what was it, 250? I, well, I don't know if it's undisclosed, but the talk was about 200,000. Um, so not like a bit of business considering he was out of contract at the end of the season and we get to keep him because um, our midfield shot numbers anyway just now I would say yeah definitely I mean I know the boy I'll get this right before the end of the season um, just got his work permit the night before the game as well so um, so that'll obviously increase our options but yes yeah, it was good to keep McLean because um, he's still going to be keeper Has work permits come through? Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently came through Friday night. I managed to come on as well on Saturday. So, be interested to see what he does. Yeah, well, he got back to his first seven minutes, so maybe that's the sign of things to come, who knows? But um, yeah, it certainly gives us options, and you know, we've got another two games this week on the back of um, three in a the week there, so. Um, Hopefully we'll have more games with Scottish Cup as well. So, he'll definitely get a lot of game time, I would have thought. Yeah, going back to last midweek, obviously against Rangers at Ibrox, um, struggled to deliver in the season. I was at the game, it was a bit better. Not a, I would say, no, I would say probably it was, uh, it was better. The result, obviously, terrible. For all Rangers 1-2-0, we probably had the better chances in the game, I would have said. They, they were the better team. Definitely Rangers, no doubt about that. We didn't learn from the, the game earlier in the season because Considine just kept on getting exposed at left back. Candy ass basically tore him on the arsehole. Um, 
I just really bad to watch. Second half is a bit better, but he, he didn't exploit him as much. Um, we should, we really should have scored before they went ahead, though. Mackay Stephen had a great chance. Um, yeah. Tried to go near post when he should have hit that across goal. Um, they went ahead deservedly. But even then, not long after that, McLean had a chance on his right foot. Should do better. Um, at least he made made Fosnum save, but disappointing there. I think the penalty was harsh. I think O'Connor got a touch on it. The ball. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, I think it was a penalty. Unfortunately, I think it was a about a stonewaller. Um, I'd be looking for it if it happened the other end. Um, for strange thing for me is apart from those two chances that you mentioned, we didn't really turn up for seventy minutes. And then it took us to go and 2 0 down to start proper playing. Um, but then after that, West Fosnum was in good form. Yeah, well, I, he was in terrific form. He's a good keeper, uh, great shot stopper, certainly. Um, but yeah, we, we really struggled. We got over in midfield. Um, Aberdeen teams under McInnes generally have been really good in the counter attack. We looked really pedestrian in the counter attack anytime we tried to break forward. Whereas Rangers, anytime they get the ball, Going forward in numbers, men in the box, just, yeah, kind of better. We, we pressed all right in the first half. At times, that was something in the early of the season we were, we just sat off. We did press a lot better in the first half, but, yeah, we just better team. The boy Goss that they've signed, looks a right good player. Mm-hmm. Really composing the ball, setting all the set pieces. Quite physical as well, quite a bit of height to him as well. Murphy yeah, he looks see... good. What was that? I was just saying he looks good, sorry, carry on. Um, Murphy didn't really see much of because he was on the other side and he didn't really attack down that side. Cummins came on, didn't do an awful lot. Russell Martin, I wouldn't say, was tested a lot. The other defence wasn't really tested a lot. But they've made, they've definitely made some good signings this window. Rangers, they've got a bit of depth, maybe a bit of depth. Though they probably needed to sign players because... Like said, Ryan Jack's injured long term, Mike McCrory's injured long term, Dorans is still injured, so they've had to sign up basically a whole new midfield. And obviously the same guy Ocarty as well, who I think will be a good acquisition. I wouldn't have minded them coming to Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah Dorans a very good sign. Yeah, they've definitely bought well, um, or signed well this window. Um, I think, well, Cummins showed in the game yesterday, um, give them half a chance. And so he'll, he'll take one away, so he'll be he'll he'll certainly come good with games. Um but it's disappointing for us that you know, that's now five games against Silver, one goal scored and no points. Yeah. Uh, and you know, that's something that if we if we're to um, finish second or get close to sales we need to address that. Yeah. The the other thing though on the flip side of that is how consistent we are against the rest. Because apart from losing against Celtic Rangers, we've only lost one other game. Like. Yeah, yeah it, it shows that we're doing something right that, uh, um, you know, in that respect, because um, we're leveling points for Rangers despite those three defeats. It just shows you if we just turned up in one of those games, we could be um, three ahead, maybe even six ahead, who knows. But um, but you've got to give credit to Rangers. They've once again got themselves tactically spot on against us. Um, their players are and not enough of ours have, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, interest between us and them. Um, but I don't worry the fact that they've strengthened and they looked pretty solid yesterday without being particularly great. Um, although, Ross County, um, it's probably a good time again because they're in horrific form just now. Oh, terrible. Got 12 games without a win now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would have thought that Owen Coyle was going to turn it around and it was looking that it's still like he could. But, um, it's not working out um, at the moment. Um, he'll be hoping that Lisa in Gog with games gets goals. And we also came on and scored a penalty yesterday. They were a wee bit hard done by because the header from Draper onto Bates' hand, I don't know how on earth that isn't given. Yeah, I would have said it should have been a penalty. However, the one they got later on, I don't think it was a penalty. So. No, it wasn't, but it makes a big difference when the scores. Win the Rangers and they get the penalty and it's a chance to make it 1-1 as yeah. opposed to a penalty in the 89th minute to make the score 2-1 I definitely um, but uh, on reflect on reflection I don't know if I'm counting the game 
Because we've got a, a team short of confidence, yeah, short of ideas. They've not actually done much business in the transfer window. They've got, well, they've got Harry Souter, and then like I just the other day, obviously they've got Ngog and the other striker. But I don't know, Ngog's not played. I think he's only played something like one game in nine months or something like that. I read. I don't know if that's true. Chris Eagles hasn't played much games. Um, he only came in in what November, December. So he's also gambling in some players that he signed before um, when he was at Bolton, and um, he's also watched Sutter from being down at Stoke. Although Sutter got off to a really bad start, scoring a, an own goal against Motherwell last week in their defeat. But there's team short in confidence, individual mistakes. There was Sutter with the own goal last week, goalkeeper with the first goal yesterday, and Ross Draper. Shocking. Um, attempts at a pass to whoever and Cummins took advantage. Oh yeah, and but the thing as well for both goals that uh, Rangers scored, County just backed off Candy Art and Cummins. It was almost like inviting them to shoot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Masters are very helpful. We've obviously got them Wednesday night. Yeah, let's just hope that um, their form continues the way it is into this game. Um, Touch with a record, recent record against them has been pretty decent. Um, we've won the last couple of games up in Dingwall, certainly. Um, last year in the Scottish Cup and um, this season in the league, so that'd be a nice little um, trend to continue as well. Definitely. A chance to go three points clear as well with Rangers because Rangers don't play. And Rangers have got a difficult game coming up in the weekend against Hibs, so mm-hmm. put the pressure back on. Yeah, we, yeah it's a good opportunity. Um, and on that Scottish Cup game that they have to replay it's good that Sky still up, I don't lose out after all because sometimes when an original game gets postponed CV don't always pick up the, the rescheduled match but Sky have stuck to their word with this so I'm glad they have a fair phrase of point of view I definitely yeah um, I think where else Hearts we spoke about Hearts earlier Hearts and Motherwell Hearts what, had gone 830 minutes without conceding in the league and came to an end <laughs> there's something a wee bit ironic about the fact they lost to a goal was it over the line was it not given that obviously the Hibs game uh, the big time got away we win but when you look at the replay um, you could you could see the ball spun back and just over the line I think that was called right um, yeah. although the cameras weren't particularly great just showed them it enough um, but obviously we don't have the luxury of VAR down south um, or the goal line technology that they have down south yeah though even then when they've got, they've got the v- VAR folk are still complaining about it because they weren't convinced that it was doing its job so I don't know technology and all that is it yeah is it going to be I, I like... it's going to be in the World yeah. Cup um, in the summer so I like, I like, yeah, I like, sorry John, I like the the goal line technology one, um, where it shows, is it off the line, is it, is it not, I think that's a good thing, but the VR thing, I'm not too sure, you know, where they pull about for offside and penalty decisions, I like the whole talking about it and, you know, um, having a debate over it, I think that's better, um, personally, but, um, is it going to be interesting, we can see. What was that? Is it going to be here to stay if we wait and see? I don't know, but the thing is about it as well, the, the crowd don't really know what's happening, so maybe the, the referees need Mike top like in rugby, so that the actual fans know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, that would that would certainly um, help, um, so you could do that, but I think, to be honest, rugby, um, they're a wee bit more mild-mannered than they are um, football. Um, if you had the referees mic'd up and you heard... Players effing and blinding at the referee every two minutes, it's not really good. Um, I don't know if they do it for just when he goes to speak to the assistant. Um, but it was only real proper work because not, not every ground has um, you know, the big TV screens. Yeah. So they need, you know, if they're going to make this work, they need to show um, the fans in the ground what on earth they're deciding because the fans are still a wee bit in the dark about it. But... Um, it's, it's a trial and error. One day they'll, they'll come up with something that works fluently, like, um, you know, the eagle eye in tennis and the, the, the rugby one, as you mentioned. So, but it's still at early stages. It won't come up to Scotland anytime soon, mind you. No, probably not. 
Uh, I would say Hearts probably deserve to win though. Mm-hmm. Saturday, looked like they had the better chances. Possibly should have had a penalty. The one in Carlton. Oh, yeah, they win the first half, yeah. Um, they can feel a wee bit hard done by there, to be fair. Um, but then in, that, in this run, they've, they've carried some luck as well, so maybe this is... They're still on a good run. You know, 12 games unbeaten, we only can see one goal. Um, got the monkey off the back in terms of getting through Hibs and Scottish Cup as well. So, um, yeah, things are looking up, up there. And, well, they're... Going to be playing St Johnson the next round because they're four 0 up at Albion Rovers. And that, you know, yeah, they'll be five chances are good strong into the season. I definitely. Oh, the boy. Um, who's the left back? Is it uh, Mitchell? Mitchell. He looks really good. Yeah, he, he looks does, yeah. a real fight. Ah, yeah, a couple of chances as well on Saturday. So not scared to have a shot and goal. Yeah, I think he was a, um, a winger at, um, before he went to Man United and they've converted him to some sort of left-back. But I think he's more of a, a wing-back, but he's certainly a good acquisition for Hearts. And I think he'll do well up here, maybe chip in with two or three goals along the way. Yeah, I see Consalves has left. Not really surprised with that, given they've just signed Naismith on loan. Then he was too hit and miss. Um, missed, passed up far too many good chances. Seem talk as well about Lafferty yeah. maybe on his way out. Like some English clubs were Lafferty going? Well, no, he's, there's been a wee bit of talk about it. And I suppose like some London interested, possibly a few other clubs, but so be a bit surprised at that. Yeah, I don't see it happening to be honest. I think Kyle Lafferty's quite happy with his and I remember Hars have stuck by him over his gambling, so um we'll wait and see, but then if money talks, you might think well, we better go. Yeah. I think there's potential that Lafferty and Naismith could be a good partnership for them. Once get yeah, it's definitely. But Motherwell's form's still a bit indifferent, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit. I mean, they ended their nine-game winless streak by you know beating Hamilton in the Cup and then they obviously won last week against Ross County. Um, in those two home games so when you look at it 2018's off 10 no, but it's not, not a bad start when you factor the fact they got a point at um, Tynecastle so maybe things are looking up back in the top 6 as well yeah they've managed because, to get a couple um, of strikers in as well yeah so um, I had the ball they needed to replace Louis Walton was it is it Maine the new boy that they got up front yeah, got his first... yeah. yeah they obviously get Shiftkey as well yeah, with games he could be a good sign for them. Um, he's obviously not. He said his confidence is not after he's moved to Celtic. It's not worked out at a couple of clubs on loan, so maybe Mother will, will be the one where it finally clicks. Who knows? Uh, we should probably go back to Clark earlier because they kind of skipped by them when we were talking about Aberdeen. They'd also been a good run of form prior to that game. Yeah, it was the first away defeat since Steve Clark's come in. Um, it was the first game they'd lost since um, we beat them at uh, Rugby Park in November so yeah um, it's a shame for them to get a, you know, to have that run in but I think they'll still be fine um, you know, Clark's got them playing well got hard to beat even though the score was 3-1 we still had to turn it around and it shows what a good job that we did but yeah I think Omanuk will do well the two now the end of the season yeah, they've signed another player as well on loan to the end of the season. Boy from Aston Villa. Uh, Shibola, I think it's pronounced. I think they right. Aston Villa supposedly signed him for five million, so must have something about him, you would think. Yeah, that's um Steve Clark using his contacts, you might see another one or two come in between now and the window as well. Um, well, speaking of which, I don't know why I thought about Kamara when I brought this up, but obviously we've lost Joe Lewis on loan, um, and I just thought that we need to get a goalkeeper. And one of the media outlets reported us with um, Freddie Woodman yeah, at Newcastle, that, yeah. who was on loan there last season. So I'm interested to see what we do, because um, this is Danny Rogers, and it's just him and uh, Craddock just now, so we need someone, as Lewis could be again to the end of the season. Yeah, I wouldn't be averse to Rogers getting a chance, but. Certainly, yeah, we need a bit of competition, probably. So, yeah. 
Pinterest and see what happens there. Whether it is Woodman that comes in or whether someone else. I thought he did alright at Kilmarnock last year, so could be a, a decent option. Yeah, he's very well done. He's high, very thought, very highly thought of as well. Down south, he's been involved in England youth set up yeah. and everything like that as well. So. Yeah, well, they won the World Cup, um, the twenties World Cup, or something. Yeah. Um, or was it two? Because they won two tournaments at the one time. Um, yeah, I think was it was. Part of one, I think it was a World Cup. So. Yeah. yeah I think he'd benefit from another loan spell, but I think if. We brought in someone in Dyer Rogers drop that would be the end of Jack Dyer Rogers at Aberdeen. I think he'd be fed up after that, so yeah, we'll wait and see what happens. That's a great opportunity for Danny Rogers and he has to take it, regardless of who comes in. Yeah, he made a few decent saves on at the weekend. Especially there was one when we were one 0 down. Um, we probably should have saved it anyway, but one was Jones. From Jones. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, the, the bottom end, uh, St Johnson, their form is just nosedived at home. Uh, their home form is horrific. Yeah, they've not won in four months at home. It's yeah. ridiculous. And they've, have they signed anyone yet? They signed, I think it was McMillan, the yeah. Irish striker. Aye, before. Mm-hmm. Um, there was t- there's been talk about them going back in for... Uh, Danny Swanson is not getting games at Hibs just now. Aye, supposedly though that's not happening. But he's yeah. looking to get another three players in by the, the transfer window, so I don't know whether <laughs> as well maybe Paul Harlan will end up back there. Yeah, because for the same Rangers, I mean, you can't see a place from in the team. Um, so um, just don't know what's going to happen, but it's a Johnson certainly need to get someone with a bit of creativity, a bit of spark um, between now and Wednesday because you know, the bad luck, I know the whole of tonight, but some Gnovers in the Cup yeah. um, they need more they need more what they've got to beat um, teams in the league, and especially if they're going to end this this one because um, they're, they haven't taken to get dragged into relegation uh, playoff battle if they're not careful and Partick, that was their first win away from home since March last year Yeah, well under uh, Tommy Light, you always thought that St John's were solid in the back, but they're shipping goals, not scoring many. They've got three points now off the playoff spot. Mm-hmm. As well, so yeah, some, they, something needs to yeah. change. Yeah, they had a wee bit of bad, um, bad luck Saturday because it went down, uh, Wotherspoon hits a free kick at the box, it goes into the net, but the referee spots a foul on Keelan, but when you look at the replay, Keelan trips himself up. Yeah. So that's not going for him, but Tommy Wright, in his interview, cut across a very frustrated figure, frustrated at the referee decision, frustrated that the players were not playing well, and frustrated at the fact he's not brought in the players he'd like to. Um, is that what somebody spoke about the last season they're getting knocked out of Europe? Um, so I think he's very frustrated at the moment, and I wonder if he's taken St Johnson as far as he can. Possibly. Um... The goals they lost though on Saturday were disappointing. Um, the first one, I think Stoney can pass his man too easy, like they say, the ballers. Second one, don't get on, good team goal for Thistle, but probably should have been stopped somewhere along the move, whether even someone just took one for the team. And then, well, maybe you can't blame him too much for the last one because St George were chasing the equaliser and then Edwards hit him in the counter attack, but. Big thing for Thistle is Osman being back. They've missed him. He's back in the yeah. team now. Certainly help them. But uh, for party, you know, um, credit to them. Their form's picked up a little bit just before the winter break and after. And uh, Connor Salmon's in great form. Um, yes. Five goals in four games. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times with Hearts when he was there, also good Kilmarnock, he was played out on the left. Even to begin with at Thistle, he was playing out on the left at times, but since Archibald's put him through the middle, it's paying dividends. Five goals in four games. Yeah, because yeah, they've switched him and Story about. Because um, Story was playing through the middle and Salmon was on the left, but they swapped him about. Story's pace has been utilised well on the left hand side. Salmon's 
obviously sticking the ball in the net. Um, But yeah, that's all maybe start thinking about moving up the table. Scotland fans, I would have thought 
uh, what I think as well, I've seen kind of some talk as well that's they've not actually brought out their SFA the Scotland membership, the supporters membership, whereas usually by this time they're talking about that, so bit of a mess. I wouldn't be averse yeah. the game will get the job if he just tore everything up and just went right, let's go with youth. Um, because something needs to change. I mean, I've got yeah. some decent youngsters coming through at the moment. I see Neil Lennon linked with it, whether he would be interested. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Lennon would take the job. Um, I know he said that he was he, he was flattered and, um, because Brendan Rodgers said it, and of course, newspapers picked up that he might have been interested, but um, I think he would maybe listen, but I don't think he could work with the SFA, given his reputation with them. Um, but I still think it's going to be someone like McLeish. Um, which would be quite uninspiring not not so much because of how he left us before although that still has a better taste than some Scotland fans but the fact he's done anything in the game for a couple of years um, and I think again the SFA have just made a mess and go back to Gemmell I wouldn't be adverse to be part of the, the set up um, whoever the new manager comes in have Gemmell as a number two whilst working with the under-21s I don't know how feasible that is because the games don't always fall in conjunction right now. Aye, plus as well, sometimes the under-21s are playing in completely different places than the other ones. Yeah, so, uh, it's not like the old days where like the, you know, where we'd have a game at home with the under-21s and they choose a game on a Wednesday with the, the full squad. It doesn't yeah. work like that these days because it used to be the same. Whoever you got in your World Cup group was the same as your European Championship under-21 group, but doesn't work like that anymore, obviously, so it's probably not feasible these days. Yeah. They better get their act together. Yes, they better, yeah, because we've got a couple of friendlies end of March. Yeah, two friendlies in March against um, Costa Rica and... Costa Rica and Hungary away. Yes, um, and then we've got Peru and Mexico at the end of the season, which is causing all sorts of hubbub from mainly Celtic, it has to be said. Um I can slightly understand where they're coming from. However, the talk is, oh, it's because the season starts so early and all that. Maybe what they need to do is have a word with UEFA as to how unfair maybe the Champions League is and why they haven't started so early in the season. I think that's got a lot to do with it, but they're happy enough to chase the money that comes with it. I think the problem um, is that the UEFA door is pretty much shut on clubs out with England, France, Spain, Italy, Germany. No, unless you're any of those top five nations, you don't really matter. Um, whereas the SFA knew no, knew that this was going to be a possibility that um, Celtic are going to start the last week last week in June. Um, same with Aberdeen players who might get in. Same with Rangers players who might get in. Um, and you know they picked two of the furthest away places you could think of um, for that time of year. I think you're going to see a lot of call-offs, um, but it might be a good thing in terms of seeing which B players um, come in. And Scotland got some joy at that when we did the remember the Kieran Cup yeah. over in Japan? Yeah. You know, we got some some fights through that, so something like that could work this time. But, yeah. I think, I mean, if they're going to play like Peru and Mexico, no, Peru and Mexico are in the World Cup. Why don't they play these games over in Europe? Why can't they just have these games in Europe? No, just before they go to the World Cup. Doesn't make sense to me, but it is what it is. It's done now. Yeah. Now, obviously, as well, the Nations League draw came out. We got the three-team group. Albania and Israel. I think the fans are the away trips. Yeah. I, I don't think they'll be too many um, desperate to go to Israel um, given the problems out there Albania we've never played them um, I don't Israel since the 80s yes um, but the fact that the home games are on a Monday and Tuesday night that's going to alienate for starters a lot of people from like, um, the north of Scotland who you know won't be able to come down unless they're desperately get time off on a Monday and Tuesday to come down for it it's, it's a bit of a, a kick in the teeth but that that's not the SFA's fault that's 
this youth as we can football. Nonsense. Aye, load of pish. The atmosphere's not the same. Um, I've said it for many years now. Saturday is when it's at its best. Folk are right up for it. I just don't think you get that on a Monday or Tuesday night. It's aye, it's no. dreadful. Um, I see. Yeah, going back to actually Scotland, I seen Felix Maggart come out as well, saying he would be interested. Well, um, no thank you. Okay. Remember he came into Fulham and pretty much got them relegated since he came in? Yeah. should have done is had a shortlist interviewed all the people on the shortlist mm-hmm. and then seen what happens whereas they put yeah. all their eggs in one basket as well as put a lot of fans off kind of following Scotland now as well folk have almost become apathetic but just there's a shame because obviously it's an after team um, yeah de- but crowds, yeah definitely I mean, so you go crowds are just getting worse all the time even for some of the bigger games for struggling to sell out whereas I remember back how back to the, the campaign with Italy and France and Ukraine I think every game was a sellout. Um, you struggled to get a ticket for any of the games unless you're in the the supporters club. Whereas now, I think it's pretty easy to get a ticket for any game you want. Maybe apart from the England game, but even then, I think folk were getting tickets already if they went on. Yeah, I think you mentioned the membership. Um, passing that thing that um, that this should have been the renewal period should have started in December and completed by now, if not early February. But apparently, they're trying. I know this because I'm a member, or was a member until the December, I don't know if I can renew yet. <laughs> um, but apparently there's a ticket system that they've been trying to test now and they're ready to roll it out. But they're taking their time over that. But with, without a manager and with Regan at the helm and running, running things the way he is, there's a lot of people going to be put off. Again, it goes back, goes as well with the fixtures as well, because folk don't want to take a couple of days off their work to, <coughs> to go. So, we may as well move on. Should we move on to the um, predictions before we depress ourselves further? Talking yes. about SFA and Stuart Reagan. That's what we seem to do when we talk about Scotland these days. Um, it's depress ourselves, I think. So, I will move on to predictions. Um, obviously there is games midweek but we won't be doing them we won't be doing productions for them we do have odds actually for the weekend fixtures which I'm surprised at because sometimes when there's a midweek card there's not fixtures available yet for the weekend but we do um, all the games are on Saturday as well which is nice though there is one early kickoff. Kilmarnock face Celtic Kilmarnock are 10-1 the draw is nineteen to four. 
and Celtic are two to nine. Dundee against Ross County. Dundee are six to five. The draw is twenty three to ten, and Ross County are eighty five to forty. Uh, I'll go first this time. I think Dundee will edge it, uh, and I shall. I don't know whether they can keep a clean sheet, mind you. So I'm going to go two one to Dundee. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm going to go 2-1 as well. 2-1 um, Next up is Motherwell against Partick Thistle. Motherwell 20-21, the draw is 23-10 and Partick Thistle 29-10. Uh, okay, um, I'm going to go with a 1-1 now. Yeah, I'm going Desmond, uh, but... So far, I for both picked the same in terms of results, whether it's wins or draws. Next up, Rangers against Hibs. Rangers ten to eleven. The draw is five to two, and Hibs are eleven to four. Um, yeah, I'm going to ask for Rangers to win because. They are starting to look good. I'm going to go 2-1. I'm going to go with home victory, um, home victory as well. 2-0 um, Rangers. The record against the sides around them since Murray's come in has been pretty good. So I think that will continue, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Uh, Aberdeen against Hamilton. Aberdeen 1-2. The draw 31-10. And Hamilton are 5-1. Yeah, I'm quite comfortable come through this. All right, um, I say that now, so probably cursed us. Um, but I'm going to go 2-0, same as the opening day. Yeah, I'm going to go for 3-0. There, and then last up, Hearts against St. Johnson. Now, I don't know if McPookie have priced this wrong. Hearts are 3-4, which, when you consider their recent form, seems ridiculous. Um, the draw is 12-5, and St. Johnson are 15-4. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go for a Hearts win um, and I'm going to go for 3-1 um, I mean Johnson are better away from home than they are at home um, but then Hearts home form has been very solid um, I can't see past Hearts and Johnson struggling for goals apart from tonight they beat Albion Rovers which ironically means they play Hearts in the next round of the Cup as Tends to be the the way these things happen. Um, I'm gonna go one nil hearts. Yeah, on reflection, I've probably made a mistake with uh, choosing three one because there's been under two and a half goals scored in nine of hearts last eleven games. That's obviously been due to the fact that hearts have kept so many clean sheets. But I'll stick by the three one. Uh, they are so. If we are take from there. What we've got, I think we need to include Hearts at 3 or 4. Okay. Um, I think we should also include, it's a bit risky, but I think we should just, um, include Dundee against Ross County as well. Dundee don't have a midweek fixture either this week. Um, so they might be fresh for the weekend, and they're quite confident. Right, okay. Uh... 65. Yeah. Right, okay. And do we want to pick one from the lower leagues as well? Yeah. Um. Anything you see that catches your eye? What are the other two games? Well, Aaron went to two at home at Iowa. 
get back to Wembley at the weekend. That might be tempting. What um, about no mind you, Peter Heather playing Montrose, you said, aren't they? Aye. 13 to 20, Peter Heather. Are they? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that game because Peter Heather, you've mentioned they've got a midweek game as well. That might take a lot out of them and Montrose are back to winning ways. Um, It'd be fancy St Mirren at evens, I hope McQueen of the South. Aye. Aye, St Mirren's in good form. So we'll go with that. Yeah, so if we did that, um, I'll get the calculator up just now. Aye, I was just punching. Return 77 pounds. Yep, I think we we'll go with that then. So Hearts 3-4, Dundee 65, St Mirren, even money. And if we look at first goal scorer, who do we want to go for? See, the guy I looked at before. What about Gavin Ryland? Ah, uh, Dunfermline. No, he's at St. Man. He's a top scorer. Oh, I saw he has at St. Man, aye. Um, aye, we could, aye. Aye, why not? Odds will follow Friday night for that one. Uh, anything else you want to cover before we go? Try and cut us anything else we've missed. Oh, no, yes, there is something we've missed. Mm-hmm. Aberdeen in the stadium. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Great news. How could we forget um, what I originally was going to get? Discussed in October, then it got delayed. But I think even up until today, folk were still not sure whether it was going to get approved. Um, went in favour, 32 votes against 9. However, supposedly there can still be an appeal and objections to it. Um, so, still not quite over the line, but you would think it is, hopefully. Yeah, it's. Um... Yeah, it's a big step, and the way Melbourne was talking, we could start as early as the summer um, with the developments, and it'll be a relief because we've been trying for 17, 18 years to get this, and you know we're getting closer. But the big thing about it, it's not so much the stadium; it's the training ground. Because yeah. um, I mean, you know, we've heard the stories about how we've been double booked with other clubs and we've had to leave, and players. You know, a lot of players like to stay behind after training to work and things. I mean, an example I can think of at Man United was Eric Handel went to stay practice his volleys and David Beckham was bang across the bottom. Um, so I'm not saying that we're going to produce players like that, but, you know, we'll hopefully people who are willing to stay behind and are working their skills, and they can do that if we get this new training ground. So, yeah, one step closer, um, but I'll not get too excited until the shuffles have started Aye. And the bulldozers have moved in to get everything started. Aye, there's been too many false hopes, so yeah, I agree. Until actually, probably until we even see it, um, I would not believe it. But massive, um, massive project. Been it should sort the club out for years. Um, certainly our lifetime, anyway. Even probably next generation. So. In terms of attracting players to the club, keeping players, McInnes staying, um, maybe as well fresh and more fresh investment, massive. Yeah, I definitely. Um, I mean, we'll all have our favourite memories of Petodre, no doubt that'll be talked about. But um, the stadium's done. It's tired. It's had its best days. Um, there's no way we can improve it. So. A fresh start is best for everything, and it'll mean that we won't be lagging behind our competitors as much anymore. Yeah, just make it more professional as well. <laughs> so, aye, great news. Uh, so, I think that's us for tonight. Ending on a good note. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's been good. 
Glad to be back on after a week uh, after missing out last week. Yeah, it's good to have the league back, much as we had a good result in the cup. Um, yeah, it's definitely good to have the catching back. There'll be plenty to talk about as well next week. In terms of last minute transfer deadline moves and stuff like that. So, I just John. Hello? Hello? I don't know, I think you seem to drop out there. I was starting to sing, sing there, a song that I don't like. Uh, still there? Right, um, uh, right. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, back now. I've seen nice <laughs> I don't know what you said, but I'll listen back to the podcast. Aye, I've seen nice things about you as well. Aye, right. <laughs> that's a shame, mister. <laughs> right, uh, no, I was just saying that aye, there'll be plenty to talk about next week because obviously there'll be the transfer deadline. <laughs> Day and double double action by a lot of teams in the league as well. Yeah, I think I'm the best. I better just get connection between now and the transfer window. Yeah, but we had to, we both had to update tonight, and it's been a bit patchy at times. But hopefully it's alright. Hopefully you hear the good parts and miss out the bad parts. Yeah. <laughs> right, just just count me talking it. <laughs> Right, cheers John, speak to you next week. Right, cheers John, thanks, bye bye.